Hi, I'm Tara. I'm Zamir. What? This <laughs> is funny. And welcome back to Toon Talks. Are we both supposed to say it? Never mind. Forget no, it. How would we say it in unison? We're over Zoom. Whatever. Anyway, how have you been, Zamir? We haven't Toon Talked in a while. We haven't Toon Talked in a while. Um, I've been I've been good. Um, I've been working and then coming home and complaining about working and then Fair. going to sleep. And then um, I will occasionally um, not go to work. And then when I do that, I will be still complaining about work and or watching Chippendale. <laughs> you saw, did you see Chippendale Rescue Rangers? You better believe I saw Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It was so good. That movie was absolutely phenomenal. I loved it so much. That's not what we're talking about today, but... No, it's not. It's <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to put it out there. Tara, how have you been? I've been good. I've also been working. So yeah, I've been doing wardrobe at a theater near me, which was scary at first, because I was like, I've never done wardrobe, but I think I'm pretty good at it. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for it to no longer be May, because A, Glee's on Disney+, and B, hopefully my allergies will be better. True. Um... Oh, to everyone listening to this episode, happy Pride Month. Yeah, happy Pride Month. Very exciting, very exciting time, great time of the year, because um, the weather's nice, and we get to celebrate love. Period, Zamir. Also, happy being able to watch Disney. <laughs> happy being able to watch Glee on Disney Plus and Hulu now. Yeah! I'm confused about that. Why is it on Disney Plus? Did they, did like the company buy it? Or whatever. And Disney bought Fox a while back. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're but, so like, right. I don't know. I just feel like that seems like the worst streaming service for it to be on. Oh, yeah, 100%. Glee. Yeah. But I'm happy. Also, because, like, the fact that Glee is on Disney Plus now inevitably means that, like, we're eventually going to get, like, a really bad reboot. Which, like, That's if anyone from Disney in. is... Yeah, I was going to say... Even, I wore my Finn Hudson shirt for the uh, national holiday that is... Glee's on Disney Plus. I wore a tank top because it's like 90 degrees here. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm just inside. You also are. No, that's right. I'm also inside. Yeah. Could you imagine I'm like recording this like out in the grass? In the grass. Yeah, and everyone's like, what the f- Who's he talking Oh, I can't cuss. Oh my god. No, it's okay because I'm going to cover it up. You know how I do like a different sound for the sensor? I'm going to make it go, today. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I thought you'd like that. I would like that quite a bit. So, Samir, what show are we team talking about today? We're talking about the proud family child. Yeah, we are. Is this where we put the theme song in? What? No, we'll get copyright if we put the theme song in. Here, (laughs) give me a sec. You and me will always be tied. Family every single day and night. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get copyrighted We won't. we, We would get copyright if we put the actual theme song in because Disney. Um... But if it's me doing a really bad cover of it, then yeah, it's a fine. lot of giggles in the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel like for talking about this, we should talk about all our thoughts and then at the end talk about a certain episode. Yes, absolutely. I think that needs its own unit. A hundred percent. So a little blurb time. So the Proud Family aired on Disney Channel. Um, it premiered on September fifteenth, two thousand one. Yeah, which if I was a showrunner. I think that would be the worst time for uh, my new show to be airing. So I think there was a lot of other stuff going on Yeah. that week. It's crazy to think that I was alive for the premiere of The Proud Family, and yeah. I didn't watch it until, like, a couple months ago. Yeah, and then you, you dove headfirst into The Proud Family. I did. It aired then until August 19th, 2005. That's the day after my birthday! Yeah, it That's is. wild. I thought you would like that more than the, uh... The first day, but you were like, wow, it's crazy, I was alive. It was created by Bruce W. Smith, and oh, who was calling me? No, thank you. And Doreen Spicer. Mm. Some fun facts about the Proud Family as well. This one I found out, it was the first animated TV show on Disney Channel with a black lead. It said it was Disney's first black animated series, which I raised... I believe it. Did they make another one? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Did they? The Proud Family's the first, and I'm like... Yeah, but looking at every other Disney show, 
I don't know if there's something that I'm missing, but... Well, I, you're forgetting like... about... Yeah, you're forgetting the Proud family louder and prouder. Oh, you're right. My bad. <laughs> you silly goose. Yeah, it seems like Disney said one and done with that one. Yeah. Some more fun facts. The characters La Cienica Boulevardas and Sunset Boulevardas were named after streets in Los Angeles. La Cienica Boulevard and Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> I can't express to you how much that made my day. That's so funny. And then the Gross sisters, Nubia, Gina, and Olay, are a play on the skincare products. Um, Nivea, Neutrogena, and Olay. <laughs> Wait! Oh, that's so good. Wait, that's so good. No, that one's really funny. No, that's really... Oh, wow, that's funny. Dang. That's like... That's like, they didn't need to be like that clever with it, but I'm so glad that they did. That's hysterical. And the fact that they're ashy, that's the joke. That's the entire Gross Sisters joke is that they're ashy. I yelled that into the mic because it makes me mad. But we'll get to that later. So Zamir, you love the Proud Family. I love the Proud Family. Like, a lot. I, um, I didn't watch it while it was like airing just because I was like too busy watching Barney. Um... <laughs> For, like, all of the years that it ran. Mm -hmm. And then some. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and then when the new, like, Proud Family series started airing, I was like, oh, you're so right. Like, I haven't watched, like, the original. So I watched the new one first, and I was like, oh, this is, like, really cute. Um, and I saw, like, a million TikToks being like, thank God they didn't ruin the Proud Family. And I was like, oh, exciting. So then me and Jacob Ruiz went back. And we watched the entirety of, like, the old Proud Family. And it was genuinely the greatest decision that's ever been made on my part, like, ever. Because <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I didn't watch specific episodes. I just went back and rewatched the whole thing. Yeah, it would be anytime you entered Samir's room, the Proud Family was on. And you know what? That's the best way to be. Yeah, no, it was gas. Yeah, it, it got to a point where I was, like, going back and forth watching new episodes of, like, the new one and then old episodes. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, the consistency is off the charts. No, it's gas. It's really good. And it also feels like peak Disney Channel animated series. Oh, 100%. Because it was like, it's one of those Disney shows where it's like, you could tell the people who were making it wanted to make it and were having a good time. And they weren't like, Disney needs us to put out a new cartoon. So I guess we have to do that now. Yeah, because the idea is simple. Yeah. There's nothing like, they weren't like, we need a crime fighting dog. And he also can control the ocean. They were like, here's a family. And they yeah. killed it. They absolutely, they absolutely did. Also, like, there were, there were a lot of, like, okay, this is, I feel like this is, this is for me and <laughs> the rest of my fellow African Americans. There were a lot of jokes in there that were, like, specifically written as, like, we are black people writing about things that we know about growing up. And it really showed because, like, I was cackling at some of these jokes, and Jacob didn't get it at all. Like, he'd be like, I don't get it. And I'd be like, oh, it's basically this. And then he'd be like, oh, that's funny. Because it was relatable. And it was relatable on a level of, like, and, like, it made me feel good because it was, like, it wasn't just, like, normal Disney where it's like, oh, like, we're growing up, so we have to make a joke about, I like this girl, but my voice is gonna crack. It was like... Here are black people dealing with black issues in, like, their community. But, like, it's not, like, horrible. And I was like, yeah, no, you're, yeah, this is it. This is, this is, I should have been watching this when it came out. I'm also, I'm also really glad I didn't watch it while it was coming out because I know for a fact it would have shaped my entire personality for the rest of my life. Yeah, as opposed to when it shaped your entire personality at 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, like, it will no longer be my personality, like, in, like, two weeks. Yeah, no, even, like, now, from now, from who you were at the end of the semester, you're mu there's much less proud family influence in your, uh, uh in your colloquialisms. Yeah, that's just because they stopped releasing new episodes until season two comes out. When does season two come out? I have no idea, but when it does, that will be my entire personality again. No, it was bad. I would literally walk down the hallway and just be like, Jude! No, I was going to say, it would be, like, not even, like, relevant. We'd be doing nothing, and he'd just yell Trudy. 
It's so funny. <laughs> so, Samir, who's your favorite character in The Proud Family? My favorite character in The Proud Family has to be, without a doubt, Sugar Mama. No, I'm totally joking. Um, my favorite character is Oscar Proud. But I've come to a realization that Oscar Proud is my favorite character. But if I knew Oscar Proud in real life, I would absolutely hate him. Like, he is a terrible, terrible human being. But he's so funny. Like, he's absolutely hysterical. But, like, everything he does, I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm like, this is actually, like, this like this is, like, textbook bad person. <laughs> Yeah, I watched the pilot, and it was when Masianica's family was moving in, and <laughs> he had a big screen, like a flat screen TV. Oh no, upgrade! How much does it cost to upgrade? Mm. If it's like five dollars, I'll just upgrade Zoom. But I feel like it's gonna be like one million dollars. <laughs> in which case, how does anyone? How did how did we do it before? We did it before on Zoom, and like we didn't have to upgrade. It just let us do it. Oh, twelve ninety nine a month. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's a no. We'll just have a little intermission. Yeah, and I'll send a different Zoom link. Solid. So they have a big screen TV, and Oscar's like has a bigger TV than we have. So they have them over for dinner. And Oscar's like, oh, look at our new TV. And it's like the size of the wall. And mm-hmm. I just thought that was funny. He's oh, like, I'm not going to let him have a bigger TV than me. No, it's really funny. And also, like, quite literally, in that, like, same bit where he was like, oh, they have a bigger TV than us. He was like, oh, wow, and look at their wife. And I was <laughs> like, Oscar. <laughs> Bro, first like, of all. Oh, look at that wide screen TV. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, first of all, right, you're saying that with with Trudy standing right next to you. Literally. Second of all, this might be a hot take because this was a hot take and me and Jacob got into, like, a heated discussion about it. I would take Trudy Proud over any woman in the world any day of the week. Yeah, that's fair. She is wonderful. Yeah, she's so wonderful. I'm in love with her. I like you wiping a tear from your eye. She's just so wonderful. I love her. I'd do anything for her. I would. I love her so much. Jacob was like sunset all the way. And I was like, no, I get that. But also like Trudy. And then you could yell it every day. Exactly. Over nothing. Over absolutely nothing. Are you smoking? I was going to smoke the um, gum. Oh. It didn't work. Yeah, no, because it's a piece of gum. That's probably why. What? <laughs> Oh my god, I have no headphones in, so I had to use my dad's, and they're the Apple headphones. I don't understand how anyone wears these. These are so uncomfortable. Yeah. All the big, like, TikTokers wear them, and they talk directly into the mic all the time, and it's Literally. really funny. They're like, here are the top 10 things I love about the Proud family. <laughs> but it sounds, maybe using this mic and not this mic. Um, I think Sticky's my favorite character. I think he's so funny. Oh, Sticky's great. I'm mad that they cut him out of the reboot, but whatever. Yeah. No, Sticky's, like, stupid funny, just because, like... No, Tara, you talk about why you like Sticky. I don't know why I was doing it for you. I was like, this is why Tara likes Sticky. (laughs) I think Sticky is so funny, because he's, like, a genius. But he's literally, like, 12. Yeah, they really, like... Disney really loves to write, like, these child characters who are, like, indescribably smart for no reason. They never actually explain how or why he's this smart at his age. But he's, like, he's the smartest, Literally. like, kid I've ever seen. Like, I think about Wade from Kim Possible. How old is he, 14? And he was, like, yeah. not in school because he was a tech whiz. How did that happen? How did yeah, that happen? I, I'm convinced, and I'm going to start this theory, and I hope that people agree with me, that um, Wade and Sticky are, in fact, related. Okay. I like that, Because they're both, they're both black. They're both children and they're both like the same level of smart yeah um i don't so know so i if... like to just believe that they're part they they're they're in like this i i like to believe that they're like distant cousins yeah yeah you know what? i'll give you that one yeah sure and like once in a while like yeah but yeah i like to i like to believe that i'm starting that theory i hope people like do research on it and they won't but yeah i feel like it could be one of those 
theories. People people love making cartoon theories. So like, my theory about the Proud family was that everyone else was actually dead, and it was all just a figment of Penny's imagination. Like, Which, I like, love yeah, those I things where it's it. like cartoon theories, but it's all just that theory with every show. Yeah. <laughs> like recess, but actually all the kids are dead. Yeah, or like Phineas and Ferb, but Phineas and Ferb are dead. Or um, Rugrats, but all the kids are dead. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like, this this isn't multiple conspiracy theories. Yeah, no, this is quite frankly the same one you literally just switched the show. Oh, I love finding conspiracy theory TikToks. Even if they're all no, like that, fair, I will fair. just watch them forever. I fell down this whole rabbit hole the other day. It was terrible. It was just like explaining like the worst roller coaster accidents. I watched like twenty of them. I don't Jesus. know why. And then like Tara. Jacob was like, "We have to go to Six Flags," and I was like, oh, "I might need to bow out of that one." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I don't want to go to Six Flags anymore." No, that's fair. It was crazy. It was just so many. Yeah. Makes you think. It really does. It makes you think of Ride the Cyclone, the musical that Samir and I bought tickets to, and then neither of us went to see. Yeah, I think it's funny that like. After after you were like, I can't go, I just forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Samir, are you going tomorrow? And he was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally was like, tomorrow? Going to what? And then I was like, oh, no. It was so funny. And then Jacob was like, were you able to exchange the tickets? I was like, no, no, but I, I really yeah. wish I would have. Yeah, my mom asked me about it like yesterday. She was like, did you ever go see that show? And I was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, oh. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it would have been great. And I'm sure it's not the last time it's ever playing anywhere. It can't be. Right. We'll put it on. No, it definitely can't be. We'll put it on. It'll be good. It'll be great. I'll do it. Um, Well, one woman show. Tara, who's your least favorite character? Because I have a very strong answer about mine. Ooh. um, I don't know. I don't know if I have one. Oh. At least not that I have like a strong opinion about. I do. Um, I don't want you to get cut off on your big reveal for the the Zoom cutoff, so hold that thought. I'll send another Zoom link. Okay. <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? Oh, I'm muted. <laughs> gotcha. Tara, what are you laughing I'm, at? I'm so excited to send you this recording because I left you little messages. <laughs> I'm so dead. I was absolutely I silent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So, Zamir, I've been on the edge of my seat this whole time. Who's your least favorite character? I hate Dijanae with every fiber of my being. She is the absolute worst character ever written for anything ever. Why? I hate her. Why? She's okay. She's a woman. Yes. No. Because <laughs> first of no. all, <laughs> first of all, she's like the world's worst friend. That's true. Like anytime she can stab Penny in the back, she does. <laughs> Like, she does not think twice about it. She's like, mm, yeah, Penny, I hate you. Uh, and I hate her. She's so irritating. Every time she's on screen, I want to blow my brains out. Because she's either being fake or annoying. Yeah, episode one, she was like, Penny, you're on the cheer squad. Like, no one else needs to audition. And then La Sienica showed up and she was like, oh, I don't know, Penny. <laughs> She's like, no, Penny, like, don't worry. This is just, like, a formality. Like, I'll just let her try out. And then she's like, actually, never mind. And Zoe's like, yeah, and you guys awful. aren't best friends. Literally. It's <laughs> like, and Zoe, like, okay. what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. and then, like, come to that conclusion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes Zoe says, like, really out-of-pocket things, but I love Zoe it sounds so like much. a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I'm thinking specifically of the episode where Penny... La Cienega, Zoe, and Dijanae all wanted to go to um, a concert, but Penny couldn't go because typical uh, cartoon fashion, she has to babysit. And then um, Dijanae also had to babysit. So she was like, let's do it together. 
So then she brings like all of her like 98,000 brothers and sisters over to her house to like Penny's house. And is like, wait, give me a sec. I have to go get like a tape from my house and then I'll come back and then we'll babysit. And then DJ Nation straight up just went to the concert and left Penny by herself. And literally like I like her sister was like, yeah, no, DJ like paid all of us to like be terrible. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? And then, like, at the end of the episode, Dijanae was like, I'm sorry, Penny. Like, can you please forgive me? And at first, Penny was like, no. And I was like, period. And then she was like, yeah, I guess. And then I was like, why? What? For what reason? It made me so mad. Why was your Dijanae, um apologizing, like, flirting? You're like, I'm sorry, Penny. Could you ever forgive me? Because it, in that episode... What happened was one of Dijanae's siblings got like loose, I guess you can call it. Um, <laughs> they like they just like they like left the house and they were like on on a rampage or whatever. So then like Penny ran into the band, and that was like performing, and they were like, "You want like backstage tickets?" And Penny was like, "Yes!" And then she wouldn't give one to Dijanae, so she was so Dijanae was like, "I'm sorry, Penny. Like, can I please get a ticket?" And I'm like, "Bro." Bro, maybe I'm hopping on the anti Dijonay train. She's awful. I hate her so much. But she's just she's so annoying. Like if you listen to her for like four seconds, she's super annoying. She also looks like an onion, and I hate onions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. Um, Cause like with La Cienega, she's also really fake to Penny. But like that's her entire character. Like they were, it was our, it was established from episode one that these two were not gonna be best friends. You know what I mean? Like from episode one, it was established that her, that Penny and Dijanae are best friends or supposed best friends, and then literally like ten seconds later, it's thrown out the window. Yeah. And then the rest of the show, it's like thrown out the window unless Dijanae wants something. And I'm like, I hate you so much. Yeah. That got my like blood boiling. I'm so mad. <laughs> I hate her a lot. Other than that, I love all the characters in the show. Every other character, perfect, flawless. Every other character is written so consistently. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of characters with very distinct personalities, which is good. Oh, 100%. I love how Zoe's, like, one of the only, like, white characters. But, like, <laughs> she doesn't, she never feels out of place. Like, it never feels like, oh, here's a bunch of black people and then a white girl who does not know what they're talking about. She, Zoe's, like, always, like... Not always. Zoe's, like, mostly, like, in the loop, like, most of the time. And she, like, gets what's going on. And I'm like, thank God. Because it'd be so annoying if they just constantly had to be like, hey, white girl, here's what's <laughs> happening in our black community. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that would get old really quickly. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't go that route. They were just like, no, Zoe's there. Zoe's, like, a vital part of this group. And we, we're all okay with it. Wait, can I dive into the things about the show that I don't like first? Absolutely. Dive into whatever you want. Okay. Um, so I, like, I don't think I can make this any more clear that I, I absolutely adore the Proud family. Some of the running jokes get old and become not necessarily, like, stale, but just like, ah, there it is. Like, we're, like, we're, like, expecting it and then it just gets progressively less funny. Like, I love Wizard Kelly, but the fact that he owns literally everything in that town is like annoying after a while yeah that's fair little boss like, tweet keep, action yeah because they just like keep inventing new places for him to own like they'll be like here's his like burger joint here's his basketball arena here's his movie theater here's his like car dealership and i'm like oh my god what does this man like not own and like it was funny for like the first couple of things because, like, I guess they were just like, oh, no, the wizard has to own everything because it just makes Oscar mad. <laughs> but then after a while, I started to get mad. Because <laughs> I was just like, it's not even clever anymore. Like, it's literally just he owns, a, like, a golf course now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess. That, funny enough, and this is going to come as a, a major shock to anyone who knows me. After, I think, like, the 15th episode where every four seconds, I all I hear is, Jaday! I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I know that that comes as a big, big shock because it's my favorite thing on the planet to say. Yeah, what? Um, yeah, but like, there would be times where like, it, it, like, what was she gonna do? She wasn't even there. 
No, I get you. And also watching the new one, it felt like they were like, well, people loved this in the last one. We just have to keep doing it. And I was like, all right. Like, watching old episodes versus watching new episodes, the new episodes say it a lot more. Oh, 100%. And, like, I get it, like, if it's not broke, don't fix it necessarily. But, like, it's just, like, it's a little pet peeve of mine just because, like, it's a really funny joke when used when it's supposed to be. Yeah. And then when it's not, then, like, it's just, it's dumb. There was literally a point where, like, Trudy was, like, at home, like, blocks away. And Oscar was, like, at the high school. And, like, this a security guard was coming to throw him out. And he was in the auditorium. He just goes, Trudy! And I was like, what, what is she gonna do? She's at home. She's not even here. <laughs> like, she's nowhere near the vicinity. Like, I guess. But also, like, what? But, like... When he's nailed to his front door and he yells it, then it's funny. Because it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and if it's like every so often, it's funny. Like the first time that he's, it's like, she's not even here. It's like, that's so funny. But it's like, she's not, she's not even here. (laughs) Yeah. When she's there to react to it, it's funny. Because no matter what it is, and he's being so overdramatic, she will always walk in calm as ever. Yeah. And she's like, what? (laughs) She's like, what could you possibly be yelling about right now? And it's so funny. I love Oscar, but he makes me so mad sometimes. There is a specific episode where I can't remember what celebrity it is, which is kind of embarrassing on my part, but also I watched these a month ago. There was some celebrity who came in because her monkey was not feeling well. And like, it was a legit celeb, like it was a real world celebrity, like voicing themselves, Mm -hmm. like how they do in the new one when they had Lizzo. And Oscar was like talking to her, like again, Right in front of Trudy. And Trudy was like, Oscar, shut up. And he was like, Trudy, stop. We don't want to give her the idea that we're, like, together. And I was like, you have kids! You have three kids! What is wrong with you? Um, And then she, like, stepped on his foot. And I was like, oh, I guess they were just leading up to that joke. But, like, what? (laughs) Like, I feel like they could have done that any other way. Yeah, like, Um, those two gotta go to couples counseling. They did, in an episode. There was an episode where uh, Oscar and Trudy, Felix and Sunset... And Sugar Mama and Poppy all went to, like, a couple's retreat. And when I tell you, I thought it was the funniest episode I've ever seen in my life. I literally looked at Jacob and I was like, Jacob, we have to do that. <laughs> and he was like, you can't. <laughs> and I was like, ah! Yeah, I was like, bud, I don't know if there's something you want to <laughs> tell me or if there's something I need to remind you. <laughs> I was like, at some point in the future, when we can, we're doing that. Because it was like, we're, we have, like, these, like, 150-pound anvils over your husbands <laughs> and they just have to trust in the fact that you love them for them to not die <laughs> so like you have to like pull the lever to get the anvil to stop and they all stopped except for Pappy's cause like she pulled it like too like late but it t- they were just like they were just water balloons that look like anvils because it's a cartoon so they can do that yeah and it I'm was, familiar with the classic was, water balloon anvil yeah, you know? bit yeah but it was so funny because like at the beginning of the thing he was just, like, explaining it. And all the guys ran to the door trying to, like, get out. And it was so funny. Like, I genuinely, I laughed so hard. And I had to, like, go back and rewind. Because it was that funny to me. And, like, very few things make me laugh that hard. It's, like, the only things that can make me laugh that hard are that um, Mercedes blinking in that one episode <laughs> of Glee. Like, I'd like I to explain the Mercedes blinking joke to everyone. So... We were watching Glee our sophomore year, and I don't know, I think they were at, like, regionals or something, and Kurt and Rachel, or someone, honestly, I can't even remember, this seems remarkably forgettable, having a conversation. To you. Oh, you're right, I'm so sorry. And in the back, Mercedes blinks. And I guess if you read into it a lot, it can look like one of those blinks where you're just so, like exasperated but honestly to most people it just looks like a blink Zamir made us rewind it I want to say 10 times and he was like yo you guys missed this this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life it was indeed a blink um I started crying yeah tears came out of this man's eyes over a blink that was it was funny because she the main part of the shot no because she did it with so much attitude (laughs) like she looked so annoyed and I thought it was hysterical I can literally that he did think it was hysterical. Because no one else noticed it but me. 
and I thought it was so funny because she like she blinked with so much attitude and like it was literally like a two second shot and like going back after I laughed really hard and I looked at it again I realized it was in fact just a blink <laughs> but in the moment <laughs> it was the absolute best thing that I've ever seen in my entire life and I stand by it as you should okay so now it's time to talk about um the best episode that the proud family has ever made that being the black history month episode <laughs> so for like the two of you who haven't seen it because it's like a ritual if you know zamir he's gonna yeah. sit you down and make you watch this episode yeah and it's not even that it's just like they should absolutely play this episode like on disney channel every year for black history month i think like genuinely i think they should because like there's nothing in the episode that's like that's like offensive but not like oh no it's like a good episode offensive. it's just like crazy yeah. No, it's insane. So, okay, <clears throat> here's what happens. Yeah, I think we need a full play-by-play. <laughs> so, it's Black History Month, right? The uh, the teacher is explaining um, Black History Month, and we already started off with our first, like, out-of-pocket joke for the episode, where he calls it Negro History Month, and Penny goes, don't you mean African-American? And he goes, he goes, well, like, back in the 50s, uh, African-Americans were called Negroes among other things uh and i that immediately that sets the tone for whether or not you're going to be able to watch the rest of this episode because it's it's that for the rest of it and it's really funny oh yeah um you're forgetting the part where Dijonay says i wish it was just black i wish it was just a week <laughs> so that we oh didn't yeah have to do assignments all month long yeah which is why which is another reason why i hate her <laughs> um it's like this like, is too much <laughs> like that's terrible <laughs> um so then they make they make this assignment which like this assignment is already flawed because there are white kids in the class so he basically is like you have to dress up like an important african-american like leader <laughs> and then like do like a report on them and immediately i was like zoe's in this class please stop um she does it but like you know whatever i guess so then the next day they're all dressed up as their historical figures. And <laughs> Sugar Mama asks Penny to take um Fluff to his Fluff Puff to his <laughs> um sorry, out of whoa. <laughs> to to his like hair appointment. Which is before school. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so off. it's at what what, like six AM? Yeah. And she meets up with all the kids before class and they're like, Oh, you guys look great and she's like, Anyway, I gotta go take puff to the groomers like everyone's yeah. already meeting up she's gonna be late to school i don't know why yeah, no one else is talking like, about that that really bothered me in the episode yeah but uh, it's she was late to school that day because yeah her day's gonna get a little bit a worse hurricane no not a hurricane a tornado came and it <laughs> it blew penny back to 1955 <laughs> <laughs> like full-on wizard of oz style <laughs> Puff, too. Puff comes along, too. Yes, Puff does, in fact, come along for the ride. Oh, it's also very, very important that we know that the teacher was black. Yeah. And so, the janitor was white. The janitor was, in fact, white. Maybe that'll come into so, play later. <laughs> it absolutely will. Oh! Oh, my God! I'm literally an idiot. There was a very crucial thing that happened before, where the janitor, who was white, was, like, mopping the floor, and the kids were, like, running through it, like away from the janitor because they were like gonna get in trouble or whatever and penny fell and she hit her head so then after that is when she was dressed as the girl and then she got um tornadoed back to 1955 mm -hmm. which does in fact come into play later so then so it's 1955 white people are racist black people are confused um she pulls up to school and first first best joke of 1955 <laughs> is so penny penny looks at sticky and she goes you look like chuck berry and he goes who no <laughs> you know he goes i'm rocking why the chuck berry it? look that's the one. Oh my god why am i forgetting the episode it's because okay, so it's much okay. happened we'll help each other um, with this yeah yeah so so sticky's like i'm rocking the chuck berry look and she's like chuck who and he's like he's the uh, queen of rock and roll and then he like holds up his leg and does like the uh, the guitar thing he's like the also and it's so funny so i'm doing wardrobe for the buddy holly show and at the end of it they do the duck walk and johnny be good and every time without fail i think of sticky being like the man who did the duck walk 
It's so good. And I watch so this then, show four, four or five times a week. And every time yep. I'm like, hey, it's just like in the Proud family. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a it's such a good joke because like it's so uh, it's one of those jokes where it's so corny, but it's so funny. <laughs> like for no reason. Yeah. So then Penny's like, what's happening? And like at this point, they're all like, it's 1955. Like, Penny, what are you talking about? And like Penny, like at this point, still doesn't get it. So then she's like, man, y'all are tripping. And La Cienega goes, <laughs> goes, what are you talking about, proud? I didn't stumble. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that joke twice a day. <laughs> Yeah, that's up there for so my good. favorite lines of the episode. Um, that's up there for one of my favorite lines of the show. That's fair. I didn't um, stumble. So then they're like outside and then they see their teacher, who was black, is now the janitor. He's still black. He's still black. <laughs> um, he was black. Could you black. imagine? Now he's the janitor. <laughs> now he's the janitor and he has no race. Um, he just kind of exists. It's just clothes. <laughs> um, and like the voice. <laughs> Um, He's just a void. You know? So then they, like, go to class and whatever. And then the the janitor originally, who was white, is now the teacher. He's still white. Um, And he's, like, racist now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And He's scary in this episode. Yeah, when he's, like, stupid scary. The chain link fence part. Oh, God. They're not in um, class yet. Yeah. yeah, they're not in class yet. But Zoe comes walking with her white friends. And, um... At this point, Penny still doesn't get it, which, like, oh my god, it frustrated me to no end until she finally understood what was going on. Okay, but hear me out. If you got blown into 1955, if you got tornadoed into 1955, you think you would pick up on it that fast? Yes. Because I've seen so many episodes. Got it. I'm in 1955. Yeah, because I've seen so many episodes like this. Of, like, other shows. That's fair. That, like, at this point, like, if I got tornadoed and, like, anything was a little different, I'd be like, I'm in a different time zone. Like, something's happening. I don't know what it is. You're in but a different time up. zone? Like, I'm California? in a different time. Yeah, I'm in a different area. I'm in, I'm, I've moved from New Jersey to northern New Jersey. Um, <laughs> I'm in a different time zone now. <laughs> yes. Um, you know how time zones are <laughs> horizontal? <laughs> <laughs> you know um oh, you know what i think about a lot because i'm always like oh yeah if i was stuck in a time loop i'd so figure it out like groundhog day that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i don't think i would because like honest to god especially over the summer there's not that much variety in my days no that's fair and also like it, i woke up and my parents are here and i made lunch like i don't think i'd pick up that the same they were having the same conversations with me. I'd be like, oh, yeah, good morning. That's just, I could mm-hmm. be in the time for right now, if all I know. Um, no, I know for a fact I'd pick up on it simply because, like, I, one, have seen way too many episodes of, like, cartoons and, like, other shows where, like, that's happened and they've been, like, stuck in a time loop. And two, um, if I, like, went to work, the second I walked in, I'd immediately be like, nope, nope, you were wearing that outfit yesterday. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Not. I feel like I'd be at um, work and, like, someone would say hi to me the same exact way, and I'd be like, wait a minute, what's today's date? June 1st again? Yeah. <laughs> Zamir! I think I'm stuck in a time loop, and I think I would call you because I think you'd immediately be like, okay. I would. I would I would absolutely be like, okay. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, let's figure this out. Yeah. Now. I feel like I would pick up on it immediately, but I wouldn't actually, like, be concerned about it until it happened, like, three times. Yeah, because at first I'd be like, uh, maybe this... Because uh, honestly, with most things in my life, I'm like, I feel like this will sort itself out. Yeah. Like, anything goes wrong, I'm like, I'm, I won't rock the boat. I'll just see how this plays out on its own. Yeah. Also, because I've had, I'd had so much fun with it. Oh, yeah. No, like... I'd be like, I know exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to, I'm going to, like, live, like... I'd read Sorry, so none many of that was books. English. If I had all that time, I would read so many books. I would watch so many shows and mm-hmm. catch up on that. I feel like I'd go on Duolingo and like oh, just yeah. learn a bunch of languages. Mm-hmm. Maybe like learn piano or something like that. Oh, yeah. I'd also freak people out. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, Jinx, you owe me a Coke all yeah. the time. Not even that. I would just, I would like, I'd like, I would like go to work. And I'd, I'd, like, go up to my coworkers and I'd be like, watch, the manager's, like, gonna do this. And then they'd do it and they'd be like, Zamir, how do you know? 
Like, did they, like, did you, did you tell, like, did they tell you? Or I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, it's this time. Uh, this many people are going to get in the line. And then they would. And they'd be like, why? How do you know this? Yeah. I'd like that. It would also be too. great. Yeah. It would also be great for business. Because then I could see who would sign up for the H&M loyalty program. And who. And then wouldn't. you wouldn't have to ask and anyone I'd, else. Yeah. And then I would determine why the people who didn't sign up didn't sign up. And that would be the thing that would get you out of the time loop. Once you could get everyone to sign up for the H&M loyalty program, you'd wake up the next day and you'd be like, it's June 2nd now. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> and then I'd walk into work and they'd be like, Zamir, you had 100% loyalty yesterday. And I'd be like, yeah, I know. And you'd be like, oh, did I? <laughs> Who, like, me? crazy. But you'd say it in like but seven it just like, languages. Yeah, but it just like, it just resets. So I didn't actually get into a time loop. Like after I figured it out, it was as if I lived the day once. Yeah. And I was like, oh. They're like, yeah, you read like a 30%. I was like, ah, dang. <laughs> what were we talking about? Well, I think the Proud family probably. Oh, oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then, yeah. Zoe's um, at the fence. And Penny's like, Zoe, what's up? And then one of the one of the other white girls who were there is like, is this colored girl giving you problems? And Zoe's like, no. <laughs> and then um, Zoe's like, I don't know you. And then she's like, wait, did your mother clean house for my family? And Penny gets, like, offended, which, like, rightfully so. And she's like, why would my mama clean your house? <laughs> and then Zoe goes, I don't have any colored friends. Leave me alone. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, whoa, 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 Penny. Not Penny. I, went I was to like, say what Zoe. is this? Yeah. Imagine Penny said that. And I was like, huh? <laughs> it's like, Penny, what? <laughs> so then, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of the episode goes on. She figures it out. Her and Zoe solve racism because, of course, they have to. Yeah. And then no, we get to the pivotal. Zoe's holding the bird, crying the ugliest cries ever. And she's holding yeah, this Zoe's... bird in a death grip. She's like, something's wrong with my bird. And it's like, uh, I think I can figure it out, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, she, yeah, her cry was mm, something else. She's like crying and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, they bring the bird back to Penny's house and she's like oh my mom's a veterinarian and that's news to Zoe <laughs> so it's like a colored veterinarian also it gets to my favorite like sight gag in the entire episode which is the fact that everyone is dressed like they're from the 50s except Oscar who's wearing the exact same outfit but his tie is just square now literally it's so funny <laughs> it's great so then, like, Zoe and Penny solve racism, whatever. Then we get to a song. <laughs> it's a call and response um, song. Zamir and I will perform it for you. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot what the first words are. Well, I don't remember it. I was going to be the response. You were going to be the call. <laughs> anyway, it, it's sticky. And he's like, uh, uh, separated by black and white. <laughs> separated by black and white. I can't do it. I can't finish this song. There's like so many but, gem lines. They're like, it's like, woke up this morning and went to school today. And then everyone's like, <laughs> and he's like, Zoe tried to talk to Penny and that's not okay. Or something like that. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So then after that, they're like standing on like the front of the school. And Penny does what I've considered to be the greatest thing that's ever graced disney's screen and she recites the entirety of martin luther king jr's i've had of a dream speech now during this speech right they like obviously cut it because they're not going to do the full speech and they do like in little like it fades to another part of the speech and it fades to another part of the speech and during this they like show the people listening and they're like they're like you know what yeah maybe racism is bad but then they show puff who's just like going to town on himself and then there's like a black dog <laughs> And then I guess they learn to love each other. So then afterwards, they like the, both the dogs run up the stairs and they start licking Penny's face. And then Penny wakes up because of, this was all a dream. But in, in Zoe's words, it sounded like a nightmare. And Penny literally says, no. Wait. No, she go, Penny, Penny's go, go, Penny, no. Zoe, uh, Zoe goes, sounds like you had a nightmare. And Penny goes, no, I had a dream. Because when I recited, yeah, and then like, 
the the kids learn to respect the white people, I guess. Because at the end, they're like, I'm sorry, janitor, that we were so mean to you, even though he was white. And I was like, what? I, think that's, that's I don't not... think that's the moral. I think they were just like, well, I guess we were mean to the janitor. I no, don't it's think definitely not like, the moral. Because he was white, that's why we were mean to him. No, no, no. It's definitely not the moral, like, at all. But it was so funny because they made it seem like it was the moral. Oh, and then they're like, sorry, janitor. And he's like, hey, hey, hey. I think I'm going to have to take you kids out for ice cream. And hear me not out. Not just ice cream. Not just ice cream. Wizard Kelly's ice cream. <laughs> but this is the janitor who, as you see in the episode, seems to have anger management problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to take these middle schoolers out of school without any parental permission to get ice cream. Just him. Just him and these kids. I think yep. that sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, it is terrible, but, like, it's Disney, so we were also supposed to just be like, aw, that's cute. I was um, I was like, I don't trust this man as far as I can no, throw that's, him. No, that's incredibly fair. I probably can't um, film very So far. that's... Yeah, so that's the best episode of The Proud Family. I recommend strongly that everyone watches and it because it's really Believe it good. or not, although we talked about it for 40 minutes, there's a lot of good stuff that we skipped over. Yeah, I mean, you have to hear this song for yourself. You absolutely have to hear the song for yourself. They talk about the Pringles guy or something like that, and they're like, Oscar's like, oh, Sugar Mama, like, you should have, like, his mom supported him, and she says, not then, not ever. Um, <laughs> that's that's a really iconic line in uh, our household. I can't believe they got away with that. I absolutely can get, like understand why they got away with that. It was in fact black people writing the episode, so like that's fair. It's it's um, an episode. I've seen it. It sure is more than most episodes of TV. <laughs> I've seen it. Wait, I counted. I've seen it six times. I feel like I've seen it. Like three, maybe? Yeah. That feels right. Not enough, I'd say. No, not nearly enough. I might watch it after we're done with this. I know, I'm like, I know I have to clean my room, but if I rewatch that. Yeah. Oh, no, that's all I have to get back to watching Chippendale. Um, I have to get back to watching Chippendale. Oh, period. Um, a girl passed out in the food court the other day. Um, <laughs> I was on my lunch break, and uh, I was, like, sitting down, like, eating pizza. And this girl was at this, like, little, like... She was at one of the places in the food court. I forgot what the name of it is. Um, and she was, like, standing over by work where you get the condiments. And then she, like, took, like, a step and, like, kind of tripped a little bit. And then she, like, caught herself. And then she full-on just fell to the ground. And me and this other lady who witnessed it, we both, like, immediately stood up to, like, go help her. And then she immediately got up and was like, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. And we were both like, are you sure? Um, and she was like, yeah, yeah, like, I'm fine. And then she, like, walked over to, like, where all her friends were. And she sat down and she goes, I passed out. And they all went, okay. And then continued on with their conversations. <laughs> As if she didn't just admit that she fully passed out. And I was like, what's happening? Then I went back to work. <laughs> then I went back to work. It was great. What's your usual go-to spot in the food court? Like, do you go to the food court for lunch when you're working? Yeah, I go to the pizza place. I go to the pizza place on my lunch break. It's honestly not great. No, it's not good at all. I just, like, I don't want to venture out past my comfort zone. So what oh, I it's do... it's not even that. It's just, for me, it's just, it's simply just the fact that, like, I'm dirt poor and a slice of pizza is, like, $3. No, literally, so, like, I get a slice of pizza, I get a beverage, usually water, and I sit and I read my little Stephen King book for 45 minutes. That's it. I don't talk to anyone. You okay? I passed out. <laughs> my drink so for those of you who don't know so i was on my lunch break and there was a girl standing over by the (laughs) (laughs) so i think the animation is pretty good the animation for me um it's kind of a hit or miss because some episodes they switch animators Hmm. and you can so clearly tell because some of it because like all of it looks cheap because it was made in the early 2000s. Yeah. And, like, they did not have the money for, like, stellar animation. And, like, I'm not faulting it for that. Like, I'm not saying it's, like, bad. I'm just saying that that's just how it was. But some of it looks like 
super cheap. Like, some of it looks like they, like, literally typed in on a computer, like, how to animate on, like, Microsoft Paint. (laughs) And then they did it that way. And I hate it. It's really bad. Yeah. But then some of it just looks like they took the time to, like, hand draw it. And it wasn't, like, great. But it was still handled with care. Yeah. You know? I liked... Like, I don't know. It just feels nostalgic. Even if it's, like, cheap, Mm -hmm. it feels very nostalgic looking at it. And I feel like the new episodes tried to capture that. But I don't think they... I don't know. It's just missing that that touch. Yeah, it's also the fact that every new cartoon, like, just says, Ah, you know what? Line work? Don't need it. I know. And it's, like, it's really upsetting. I know. Um, Because then they just look, like, washed out. I know. I just didn't love it. Like, I think for, like, early 2000s shows, like, the animation could have been so much worse. Oh, yeah. Like, even when it did look, like, stupid cheap. Like, looking at, like, The Little Mermaid versus The Little Mermaid animated series. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this looks this looks crude. <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't know how, but, like, somehow the animation in the Proud Family movie was awful. Yeah. But, you know, it's the way the world works, I guess. Higher budget, worse animation. What are you going to do? The actress more because it's a movie. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, like, there's not really much to talk about with the animation just because, like... It's very much like a sitcom, but animated. Yeah. Oh, Like, it's not like anything crazy. Mm -hmm. I will say, though, like, a lot of the Oscar animations is were... Like, they definitely had, like, their own special team because those were so, like, spot on and so, like, over the top and it was lovely. I'm trying to untangle um, this knot this whole episode um and i just it's one of those knots like it's not gonna be untangled unless i like put this ta-da. <laughs> um it's not gonna be untangled unless i like fish the wire through there but it's plugged in and i don't want to move the microphone valid but that won't stop me from trying have you seen the stuff for the new winnie the pooh horror movie coming out yeah and i'm not happy about it <laughs> I kind of want to see it. I do not. Like, oh my god, I think, uh, ah, it freaks me out a lot. Maybe. I don't know. The amount of people on TikTok who have been like, this movie looks so bad, but I cannot wait to watch it. Yeah. I know that you don't like seeing movies in theaters. Can we go see that in theaters? Yeah. Okay. Did you see the, did you read the plot for it? Like, what? What? <laughs> I don't know. I just hate that Tigger's not in the public domain. I would have just waited for that. Yeah. Also, from the costumes, the way that I'm seeing it, I'm like, oh, I wish that it was this. Like, I wish it was, like, I don't know. The way that the costumes look, they look like masks. So, in my head, mm. like, I wish it was, like, a group of serial killers who, like, dressed up as one of the Pooh characters. Yeah. And, like, killed people. Like, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. This, I'm like, but no, it's just it's just Winnie the Pooh. It's just actually Winnie the Pooh killing people. I'm like, I don't know yeah. about all that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. We've got no new updates, but um, the guy who made no, the guy who starred in Get Out, um, is producing a Barney movie. I love it. And at first, I was like, oh my god, he's gonna turn that into a horror movie. But then I read an interview that he did about it. And he was like, this movie is made for the people who grew up watching the show. And I was like... That's good. Yes. That's you. I was like, I was like, if I walk into this movie theater and like, I watch Barney like, stab somebody, I will stand up and leave. Yeah, I think you'll cry instantly. <laughs> I would absolutely cry instantly. <laughs> so what are your final thoughts on The Proud Family? Oh, also, what's your snack that you have? What, what, what snack do we have today? We made we made gas station nachos, baby. They don't mention that in the original she- uh, series. Yeah, no, I realized that it was um, like a one-time thing. Um, <laughs> that was also the very first episode of Proud Family I'd ever seen was from the new one. So I was like, oh, this is something that always happens. No, never happened again. Yeah, it was literally. Yeah, we made gas station nachos because it's so funny. But oh, then, yeah. like going back and rewatching it, they they never once, never once. Also, and I was like, it's oh, like, it's not like. There's not a character whose career is making snacks that we could have like, we could have found something better. But anyway, I have microwave. Yeah, chips we could have just cheese. got like, yeah, we could have just got like Lay's potato chips and, and been like, like it's oh, snacks. they're Oscars. Um, what are my overall thoughts on the Proud Family? I love it. I love love this show. It's so funny. It's so dynamic. 
Um, it's so unique. It's got a kind of charm to it that a lot of, not only like Disney cartoons don't have anymore, but like just cartoons in general don't have anymore. Is that a wonder um, over yonder canvas behind you? Yes, it is. That's really cute. Yeah, it's very it's very on brand for me. I stopped ordering canvases. That makes sense. Yeah, until I go to Burlington and I find more. That's where I got majority of these Spider-Man ones. Oh my god, there's so many. <laughs> yeah. No, it looks like oh. you're trying to solve a crime. Yeah, a little bit. I think it's a very unique and dynamic show that like just has this this flair to it of passion and not just passion just like oh like i'm very passionate about like making cartoons so like you know of course like i was passionate about this it was like no this show felt like everything that they wrote every character that was in it every set piece every like every joke every scenario was like no i want to tell a story about this and, like, they're incredibly simple stories, but, like, it was, like, I want to tell a story about this, so I'm going to do it in the way that I want to, and not, like, all right, it's this week, what what, what plot line haven't we done yet that the studio's gonna want to make us, like, push out? Um, I think that's, like, my favorite quality about the show. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Recording stopped. God, I didn't think she would come in. Recording stopped. Yeah, I like it. It's a good show. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Castle. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so, Tara, what would you rate this show on a scale of 1 to 10? I feel like, yeah, I feel like a 7.5. Yeah. Um, I'd give it a solid, like, 9.7. The only thing keeping it from being a 10 out of 10 is Dijanae. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Like, I can't stand her. When you were like, I love every single part about this show, every character, there's so much love put into it. I'm like, even Dijanae? Okay. No, not even a little bit. That's the only that's the only part that they that they messed up. They needed a best friend and they said, We'll give you Dijanae and I guess the studio was like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I hate her. Oh, I didn't get into this. I hate the gross sisters. Oh yeah, you want Just to because that? Yeah, just because their only joke is that they're ashy and that they steal money. That's it. Yeah. I was like, okay. That's that's another one of the things that, like, it's one of those running gags where, like, it's not funny anymore after a while. Yeah. Because after, like, every episode where they're like, pay up! And it's like, okay. I'm like, I guess. They're also, they're so ashy that they're literally blue. Like, what? Like, what is this? Anyway, I still think it's funny, though, because, like, yeah. But, yeah, that's, those are my thoughts on the Proud Family. Nice. If if you enjoyed this episode, wait another six months for us to post another one. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay, so just to explain what happened, why we went on a hiatus, we recorded over our winter break an no, episode about Kate Potowski, and um, I just didn't edit it for a while, and then I went to edit it, and uh, my boiler would turn on since I was in my basement, um, and so. It sounded like I was sitting next to an airplane. Um, and we were like, we can't use this. And then there was just a lot going on this semester. So we were like, we can't. We can't do this. There was so much going on. Um, looking back, we probably could have spared an hour. But it felt like we couldn't. So next semester, I got nothing Maybe. going on. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, that's another thing. I'm going through a cowboy phase right now. Huh? I'm going through a cowboy phase. Then you right gotta now. come see Buddy. You're gonna love it. It's all in the South. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Um, if you want to see more of us, you can follow us on Instagram at tunetalks.podcast. I think. Let me check. Um, I think it's that. And then our our TikTok is just at tunetalks. Yes. We don't have any other socials. If you want to support us, you can become a monthly subscriber. And I am a monthly subscriber to Toon Talks Podcast. <laughs> yeah, all the money we make is coming straight from Zamir. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you want to support us, make put a little smile on our face. You can be a monthly subscriber. All you have, all you would do is pay a little, pay a little monthly fee, mm -hmm. and um, 
I don't know. That's really it. That's all you do. It's also like, it's cheap. Yeah, if you want to spend a dollar a month on us, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, if you want to support us even more, you can join the H&M loyalty program. It's completely free. It's not a credit card and you save 10% on your first purchase. All you have to do is scan the barcode at your local H&M. It'll take you to our website and all you need is an email, password, and birthday. Could you imagine people like start coming into like my H&M and they're like, hey, um, I heard on like some podcasts and like you guys have a loyalty program. I'm like, what? Melanie texted me on her birthday. She goes, wait, how do I use the coupon <laughs> for H&M? And I had to then walk her through how to use it. Did she join the loyalty program? She was. She did join the loyalty program. That's how she got the birthday coupon. Oh, that's fun. So join the H&M loyalty program because they'll send you a coupon for your birthday and you can get 25% off your most expensive item. Perfect. And you can use it for like the week. Well, you can use it once, but like they give you like a week to use it. That's nice. Well, that's all I have to say about the Proud family. Thanks for tune talking with us. Family, the Proud Proud family. Ouch! <laughs>